We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold, tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work? Having a blast in traffic? Having a blast while you file your taxes? No, really. We mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24. Void where prohibited. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I had a breaking news, and then a new breaking news happened. Uh, But before we get to the new uh, breaking news, which you know about. What's the old breaking news? The old breaking news was, Lindsay, this morning I watched a trailer for Murder Mystery 2, the Netflix movie. Oh, I was going to watch that. Okay, good. You haven't watched it? You haven't watched it? I was going to watch that, and then you called. I was like in bed being like, ooh, a new trailer for I never saw Murder Mystery 1. You didn't? No. You love good? Adam. Yeah, I it's do. Funny. But it just looks I thought it was I actually yeah. thought it was surprisingly funny. I, I will I'll never like, watch it again, oh, but whatever. God. Yeah. Murder Mystery One came out in two thousand nineteen. Murder Mystery Two comes out when does it say March? This isn't an ad, sorry. But I watched the trailer. I just bring up the fact that like it's twenty twenty three. You know how movie trailers, we talked about it on the Patreon, actually, like, there's a whole company where people take, like, classic songs and sort of rework yeah. them yeah. so that they're, like, like thematically interesting in trailers. the best, the best, the best, and then the, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my impression of one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. So? What's the song? That happens oh, in no. this one. Guess oh, the song. No. Okay. It is, I'm gonna, okay, it's a song that came out, actually, I think it's literally 10 years old at this point. Okay, give me more hints, I think it please. turns 10 today. No, it it's it came out in 2014. I want to guess a song, a, and then I want to guess the adaptation of the song, like how they used it in the trailer. Like, I want to try and see they if only I can figure sort it out. Of, they okay. only sort of, like, the song is 2014 okay. pop. Diva? Diva? Or yeah, band? Yes. Diva you know in what? a band? Diva. Let's okay, say well, supergroup. Let's super say temporary supergroup. Temporary supergroup? Single single solo supergroup. A single solo super Is it like As it, no, solo single supergroup where there are a supergroup that released one single. The song itself, I'm going to say the song itself is somehow <laughs> emblematic of Hoodum even though I think it is sung by Two, arguably three thems. No, two thems and Who's one who. Who's the Lady Marmalade? <laughs> the song is fronted by a who, featuring two thems. Charlie's Angels theme, the new one. <laughs> what You're are you kind of... <laughs> no. The, the gag about the song is that it is actually a song by the who, featuring 
the, the two thems. thems, which is a funny, which is like say the funny yes truth by, about it. Say yes by Michelle Williams featuring Beyonce, Beyonce and Kelly <laughs> Rowland. <laughs> it's written by Max Martin. When Jesus say yes. So it's, um, here we go. It's written by no. Max Martin. And in the vein of hit me baby one more time, it uses an English phrase to moves like less Jack. than stellar effect. Uh. <laughs> Let's say I'm never gonna get this. Would you ever say that you bang banged into a room? No, it's not. It's not bang bang. It's not. It's not bang. Listen. No, it's not. Million dollars to the Arc de Triomphe in Paris when the Maharaja dies. Well, he always wanted to go to Paris. Give us the money. All right, you got it. Shoot this guy! I don't want to kill anybody! Oh! What? Oh my god! Wow. I will say, maybe this is finally the final form of this song and what it was meant for mm -hmm. from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It just took nine years. There's something kind of like perverse about finally Bang Bang being used to its like <laughs> perfect, like just the disgusting capitalist like usage of Bang Bang being realized by a like a sequel Netflix original, you know? <laughs> Jesse J's like bank account just went like no 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 like in a good way. <laughs> it went bang bang. Yes, yes, bank yes, account yes, went bang, yes, bang. Yes, yes. So the actual breaking news that happened while we were just chatting on the phone before another bad. Yeah, well, I'm just uh, happy. I'm just happy for Jesse J just maintaining relevancy, and that song is maintaining relevancy in 2023. But yeah. um, mm -hmm. on the top of Just Jared, where I was watching the Murder Mystery 2 trailer, which promises an action-packed sequel reuniting Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, watch now Just Jared yeah. headline. Uh -huh. I saw on the top, Anya Taylor-Joy's first tweet since 2020, parentheses, which she already deleted, is going viral. <laughs> see the screen grab. I can't stand it. See, see the screen grab. It. I can't uh, stand it. Anya Taylor-Joy, what, minutes ago? Minutes ago, an hour ago as we're recording, tweeted for the first time since 2020. She hasn't tweeted since... Netflix tweeted in November 2020, a record-setting 62 million households chose to watch The Queen's Gambit in its first 28 days. Anya Taylor-Joy retweeted that with, like, <laughs> cats shocked. Shocking cat emojis. N today, January 30th, 2022, 2023, uh, oh my god, she yeah. tweeted four words, The Queen's Gambit 2. <laughs> and then... She's, and then, she's on another okay. fucking gambit. <laughs> she's on another gambit. Film Updates tweets it with... God, what did they say specifically? Film Updates tweets, Anya Taylor-Joy via Twitter, The Queen's Gambit 2. Then 10 minutes later, they tweet, well, the tweet has now been deleted. <laughs> well. well <laughs> Netflix, like, sent Elon Musk, <laughs> like, a missive, and he, like, shut it down. <laughs> he deleted the tweet. Netflix said, not so fast. <laughs> not so fast. What would the Queen's Gambit two possibly be about? I don't even want to I think about don't it. Actually, know. I don't. Yeah, what's next? What's next after her like opioid addiction? Like, I don't even remember that show. Honestly, that show is like the most. No one. Like she played old. chess and like did uppers. Isn't that what? Isn't that it? <laughs> I know I said opioids, but I know she did uppers. She literally she played uppers. chess and did uppers. She became or addicted downers? to drugs because of um playing chess. her terrible conditions at the uh, orphanage, orphanage. I guess. 
I, and then her mother tell, was an addict too. Her mother me, was an alcoholic. All I know or, is yeah. they play chess upside down or whatever. <laughs> and that kid from La- Love Actually was there and everybody was like, he's smoking. And then I turned it off. <laughs> I don't want to revisit the period of my life when I watched The Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit 1. Queen's Gambit, yeah. I agree. You know? I also don't want to revisit that. Yeah, and that actually, but that iconically might have been the quote unquote final straw for me with binging. Like before that, I was like, binging, wow, like incredible, <laughs> TV's iconic, golden age, much. And then I saw The Queen's Gambit, <laughs> I binged it, and then I felt so bad after that. I was like, no, this is bad for the world. You know, I became like an anti binge activist. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I hate binging. My name is Anya Taylor-Joy, and today I'll be taking the InStyle's Badass Questionnaire. So let's move on to some stories. The Good Day USA Arts Gala was this year. Oh my um, was, god. Was this week. Finally. I almost missed the Good Day USA Arts Gala. I'm so grateful that this link got in here, because I would have not known that... Sam Worthington, the Kid Leroy, and Miranda Kerr were honored at the 2023 Good Day USA Arts Gala. Good, good, good day. It's Good Day USA Arts Gala. What am I saying? The the Australian greeting. You said good day. Good day, mate. It's such a pleasure to be with you. I'm such a big fan of you. Oh, oh, Francesca, thank you. You're so lovely. Listen, you look so good tonight on the carpet. You're coming off of a festival tour in Australia. Now you're here about to perform for us. What can the fans look forward to, G-Flip? Ah, tonight. Well... (laughs) I'm doing a little cheeky performance, but it's not just me. There's a few other performances going down. But if you've never been to one of these events, uh, you know, there's a lot of Aussies. Um, there's a lot of banter. <laughs> and um, apparently there's Tim Tams on the tables. So do you know what those are, Tim Tams? I don't know what that is. Please explain. Oh, they're like the best little Aussie biscuit cookie kind of thing. Yeah. And like... They're a hit with Americans, so we, I'll, I'll smuggle you some out. The headlines for the Good Day USA Arts Gala were funny. Last year, I think we talked about it because the headline was Brian Grazer, Ron Howard, and Isla Fisher to be honored at the joint Good Day USA and AAA Gala. I love that. Only one of those names is uh, that of an Australian person, which was funny. But this time, the three honorees they are, better in all fact, be Australian. Australian. They're, I'm sorry, they're honoring not Australians at the Good Day USA Arts Gala? Well, it was a mix. They did honor Australians last year, but they threw in Ron Howard and Brian Grazer for joint efforts, uh, which uh, I'm kind of uninterested in and don't care Joint about. efforts. Okay. Well, what was interesting about this Good Day Arts Gala was that Katy Perry was there, and she was the <laughs> one who presented the Good Day Award to Miranda Kerr, to which Miranda I thought Kerr. was very interesting. And it was, you know, oh, we are a blended family, you know, like Katy Perry's married to Miranda Kerr's ex- as you know, they both have kids with Orlando, Orlando so they're like the they're kids like are half siblings, stepmommies. Yes, they their mm-hmm. kids are sibs. And Katy Perry, you know, walked the carpet with Miranda and then said, you know, yes, this goes against the the press narrative. Uh, yes, it's true. Most of the media would like to see us mud wrestle. And I think that I don't think she means Just that. Like- <laughs> Also, some of you might be confused as to why I'm introducing Miranda. That doesn't play into the antiquated narrative of ex-wives and new wives. And yes, it's true. Most of the media would like to see us mud wrestle, including (laughs) Evan. I'm sorry. But we are here to lead by love because Miranda is love. She means like fight. But she says mud, mud wrestle. She means mud sling. Yeah, but but she said mud wrestle, which implies like a sexy, girly mud <laughs> wrestle, which I don't think that she means that. Most of the media would actually also love to see you mud wrestle, but you don't mean what you're saying. 
Like, I'm sure Evan and Orlando would like to see you mud wrestle just, also. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure, like, I'm sure Good Day USA would love to feature a mud wrestle between Miranda Kerr and Katy Perry, but I don't think that's what she means. She, you're right, she means mud sling or just, like, fight in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Katy Perry, Katy Perry is just, like, exaggerating um, the, the press interest in the few. Like, I can't remember the last time I thought about Katy Perry and Miranda Kerr sharing a man. If you, you know? think of Miranda Kerr and you don't think of the crazy billionaire scandal thing and, and you think piano. of Katy Perry instead, you're missing so much. Right. The the Lucite, the the fourteen million billion dollar Lucite piano that he bought her. I honestly when I think of Miranda Kerr, I do I do think of Evan now. Like I I don't think about her past with Orlando because her relationship with Evan is so fucking Evan weird Spiegel, and they're the founder such weirdos. Of, of Snapchat. Is that who you think of? Remember when they went to that Halloween party last year and she was dressed as like sexy Batwoman or Catwoman and he was dressed as like full on like I'm in a movie of Batman and my costume is not in any way it fun was or sexy. Giving Prince Harry asking Tom Hardy directly if he could borrow the costume from Mad Max and then going <laughs> yeah. as that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you do Halloween. Sometimes you just call a friend and wear a costume directly from a movie and you expect everyone to be impressed, but they're like, Oh, that's just the movie costume. Okay. Hi, Stan family. Duncan McKenzie McCarg here at the G'day USA Gala in Los Angeles. Tonight we're celebrating some of the achievements of Australians in America. So let's chat to some superstars right here on the blue carpet. I'm not sure you... There was also a huge other gala that I feel like you missed out on. A huge other party that we there didn't was? mention, which was the AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards. I'm not sure if you saw Austin Butler walking the red carpet for the, tr- the AARP oh. Awards. Oh, not the double A, the triple A. No, wait, not the triple A, the double A. <laughs> the double A's. As the podcast, this had Oscar Buzz calls them the M for G's. <laughs> Best intergenerational movie, a category I've never seen before, but absolutely stand, went to Till. <laughs> Best okay. time capsule, Elvis. Best ensemble, guess who? She said. Best grown-up. Wait, I want you to guess one of my favorite movies of the year. Which movie got best grown-up love story? Oh, I, uh, good luck to you, Leo Grande. Oh, you Grand. know it. You yeah, know it. Of course. The only of award course. deserving. <laughs> the only award it deserves. The funniest thing about the m gs is that they had the perfect show to win Best TV Series this year, which was the Jeff Bridges show, The Old Man. <laughs> perfect. Hi, I'm Alan Cumming, your host for the annual awards ceremony that honors movies and television made by grown-ups for grown-ups that speak to grown-up minds. Let's talk about Apple Martin. Do you know that I, you and I loved Apple Martin's Instagram name or like her display name on Instagram is Apple Teeny? I think that's so funny. I think that's that so pretty funny. funny. I think she's so That's pretty funny. funny. Apple Martin is that's here. Funny. She's on the scene. She's made her mark. She's made her debut. She's <laughs> she's at the Chanel Couture. Couture. Why am I saying it like that? Couture. She's, she's at the Chanel show. She is sitting front row. She's wearing eyeliner on the tops and bottoms of her lids. Yes, you mm-hmm. heard me. You heard me. She's mm-hmm. fucking goth girly. She looks like her mom. She looks like her dad. She is the number one Nepo baby <laughs> to be named Apple. When she was born, the, the world gasped. One of my co-jurors, you might have heard, ha- Deb, had a question that so many people wanted to know. Deb, go for it. Oh, yes. I wondered why you named your baby Apple. Right. Well, <laughs> um, basically, it was because when we were first pregnant, her daddy said, if it's Basically, one day he just said, if it's a girl, I think her name should be Apple. And I just, it sounded so sweet, and it conjures such a lovely picture for me. You know, apples are so 
sweet and they're wholesome and it's biblical and it's just, they're so, and I just thought it sounded so lovely and clean. Clean. Yeah. And then I just thought, perfect. And then she was born and it became like an international <laughs> outrage. <laughs> I mean. And now she's, they're gasping again because she speaks. She speaks. She sat next to Sadie Sink and Lucy Boynton at the Chanel show. And she said, I love Chanel. The Chanel show The Chanel show was my first fashion experience. I'm so incredibly grateful to Chanel and their incredible team for having me. I was. It was so exciting to see the art in the designs. The theme of the line emerged throughout. Okay, she literally said nothing interesting or of course she whatever. Didn't. And she also hung out with her best friend, Derek Blasberg. And Derek Blasberg posted a carousel of her at the Chanel this show. This was great. Captioning this is it, troll. Carl Lagerfeld met Apple Martin when she was four years old and declared that one day she'd be a Chanel girl. It happened today. Apple emoji, white heart emoji, France emoji. Derek like Blasberg trolling. Acting like... Acting like Carl Lagerfeld was some sort of like Vanessa Hudgens-esque clairvoyant saying yeah. the child of Gwyneth Paltrow will someday be a famous model. Oh my God, what a genius. I mean, what Carl Lagerfeld predicted Nepo baby culture. He literally saw Apple and he said, she shall be queen. I like the comments on the Derek Blasberg post. One of them is just from, they're all celebrities being like, heart, like Gwyneth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gwyneth commented that she wasn't four years old. She was one year old per Gwyneth Paltrow. Actually, she was one, Gwyneth wrote. But Sarah Foster's comment is just... Even weirder. Stunning apple heart. (laughs) Stunning apple. Uh, If anyone doubted that Apple Martin would one day stomp the runway or sit on the side of it or whatever it Mm -hmm. is that she decides to do, she's, you know, it's her birthright. Um, She posted in Vogue, I love sweaters and oversized cardigans, loafers, and a good pair of comfy Levi's, which leads me to say, speaking of comfy Levi's... Zachary Levi got a little too comfortable on mics on a podcast. And uh, now everyone's talking about Zachary Levi for the first time maybe ever. This has nothing to do with the podcast. The podcast is old. That's not the well, news. Well, the podcast is going viral again. The viral podcast the is going viral again. The news is that he tweeted a vaguely anti-vax tweet, which he then <laughs> clarified. And uh, people were like, even if this is an anti-vax tweet, uh, this guy still sucks. And welcome to the world where we all figured out when we fell in love with him when he was on Chuck. We figured out, oh, actually, this guy <laughs> whose last name is Levi is not Jewish. He's super Christian and, like, is a conservative asshole. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's the same news cycle uh, anew. I would argue that what's really funny about this is unlike the Chuck era in which people were discovering that show and liking it, this era has nothing to do with his work being liked. In fact, I would say his work is pretty reviled. You know what I mean? No one's like standing <laughs> Shazam, Shazam right? The, let's I think get down to pe- business. There must be someone who's standing Shazam. I mean. They're just I, not. They're just I not think it's an executive. I think it's a movie executive. <laughs> I think one of the deepest thinkers that I've ever heard break down like human behavior uh, and I don't know, just an understanding of all that stuff and and I think good good wisdom along with it is Jordan Peterson. I think if he would be a person that I would trust, I think that guy has a lot of integrity. And so I would, I would, that would be somebody too. But I also know Jordan has his own things that people have issues with. Like, I get it. Nobody's perfect. We're not going to find. He's kicked off Twitter right now. I think it's funny that like two big DC stars are having like public scandals, like, like leads of DC movies, Zach Levi and Ezra Miller are right. both involved in sort right. of like pre-release scandals that are making DC people go crazy. I assume and they different must be going ones. crazy over this. And different types too. Like we're yes. really running the queen's gamut of, you know, 
do of drama for this. So yeah. everybody is finding out that Zach Levi isn't isn't I was almost gonna say isn't gay. I mean isn't Jewish. And They're finding that he's not Jewish either, yeah. <laughs> if anything, he's super Christian. It's funny that half the tweets are like, This guy, ugh, annoying. He was on Joe Rogan. He's a transphobe. He supports Jordan Peterson. And it's like, okay, cool. You're complaining about these his beliefs. Got it. That's great. And the other half are like, Zachary Levi isn't Jewish? <laughs> right. Truly. What's more offensive? His, his tweet that got him in trouble on January 28th is, in a way, kind of funny because it is, like, it makes total sense that you would look at this and your knee-jerk reaction would be that it's anti-vax. But it is, like, kind of hysterically vague. He was it just is. participating He's in prompt Twitter was culture. Like, Pfizer is bad, and he was like, "Agree," and it's like, um, yeah, like actually, Pfizer though they made the COVID vaccine is pretty bad. Like, drug companies are bad. Like, they a giant are bad. pharmaceutical <laughs> company, sure. But I think that like there's, I'm I'm still gonna be like, conspiracy brain about this because he didn't delete it. No, I know. And you're right because he. If he had been misunderstood in the way that I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of being, he would have deleted it or, or followed up. Yeah. He did follow up and he was like, I'm referring to this. And it was like some weird other thing that was actually. But it debunked. was a thing that's, but it yeah. was something that's from 2009, like a thing on the Justice yeah. Department. Um, and it's about like Pfizer having to pay $2.3 billion for fraudulent marketing. And it's like, I still believe that he meant <laughs> he's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> I still think that. And. A publicist was like, find something bad. Well, I saw the yeah. like, oh, he sucks, you guys. And I was like, okay, fine, he, su he sucks. Yeah. But when I first saw that, I was like, this is really weird to tweet on the like weekend your $100 million superhero movie is coming out generally. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it is you mean, this is a, v a very like you're dumb to tweet this at all. You know? Well, participating Why? in prompt, participating in prompt Twitter culture when – you're a millionaire celebrity, like, is kind of the dumbest possible, like, move, but I think, like, in general. Imagine having, like, the most broadest appeal movie about to come out, and all you have to do is not tweet. Like, all you have to do is not give your opinion in a public place for, like, maybe a few <laughs> months or so, just so that movie could, like, have a chance come at out. being nonpartisan or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and literally, you cannot help. You, you literally cannot not tweet, you know? You have to. You you have to at two thirty two a.m. say Pfizer. <laughs> Pfizer is a real danger to the world. <laughs> and right? then dissatisfied emoji. That's so. I like. It's just so crazy. Like I don't even care. I mean, I care. I, I guess I care. I don't care. I didn't care about him in general. So I don't care what his beliefs are. Like I don't care about this guy's politics. Yeah, I don't care but, about him. But it I'm is. I'm not seeing Shazam two. Now let's get down to business. I'm not seeing Shazam two. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw a truck at a dragon. I love my life. But what I do care about and find hilarious is how stupid he, like, this is really <laughs> fucking stupid, no? I mean, come on. Yeah, he's a stupid person. But I just love, I love that, like, it's always, it's always this type of person where half of the conversation is one thing and half of the conversation is, I don't know who this is. Why are we talking about this? You know? Which is, okay, to have, there's three conversations, right? They're all equal. One is, mm -hmm. oh my God, he's conservative. Oh my god, he's he's not Jewish. And mm -hmm. oh my god, who is he? <laughs> like having oh my god, who is he even being part of the conversation is such a fail like for this movie. Like that's crazy. I stopped dead in my tracks at this headline, I clicked it. Love her. From uh from It's uh, the sun. The it's sun. the sun. 
Model Move Legendary Page 3 Girl Reveals Surprising New Job. I'm like, what could it be? What could it be? What? And I kept thinking like, is it like uh, Rod Stewart's wife when she became a cop? Is it like, remember the, remember when they became obsessed with Rod Stewart's wife becoming a cop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought that was so funny. And like, I was like, what is it? This girly, her name is, wait, actually, I got to hear it again. Let's say it. We got to hear. Rianne. Hi there. Hi, I'm Rian Sukden, and I'm from Manchester. Rian Sukden. Rian. Rian Sukden, who is a page three girl. We've already explained page three girls. You should, you could go back and listen, but it's like uh, they're pinup girls, and they used to be on page three of the tabloids. Sexy girlies who were in the tabloids in the UK. She, her new job, believe it or not, is she's making greeting cards. Adults only greeting cards. They're so adults only that when The Sun posted a photo of Rian holding a card, it had to be blurred out because the text on the card of someone holding up two fingers says two in the pink. (laughs) The way that she's looking at the card. It says Rian Sugden has revealed her latest line of work, parentheses, which are too rude to show. I love the card that is just a jar of Vaseline that says birthday bum fun. (laughs) Is it like... Her business is called <laughs> what's it called? What she said dot co dot uk. This is the she this is the she said that the people wanted. Honestly, I think more people are buying these cards than saw the movie She Said. <laughs> it said says day said. two of my new little biz. I love She Said. I'm here to say I love She Said. I also liked She Said. I also like She Said, but no one saw it. Day two of well, and the M for G's. Day two of my new little biz, what she said dot co dot uk. I'm already sold out of most of my designs, especially this one, you pervs. <laughs> Feeling very, very overwhelmed with the support I've had so far. It really means a hell of a lot. Thank you. Restock imminent. And then she uses the hashtags, which I'm obsessed with. Hashtag funny greeting cards. Hashtag greeting cards. Hashtag Valentine's Day. Hashtag am I an artist now? <laughs> <laughs> Her I read that I was like, cards. Amina Arts now. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Her cards are like a photo of a cat in the rain with their butt Being out. Like, and it pussy. says, wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah. A photo of Judy Dench, like, but like swole, like a bodybuilder. And it says Judy Hench, which no, maybe she's is genius. Hench. Uh, what? And she's then my genius. favorite one as a Happy Valley stand, a photo of um Julia Child herself in her Happy Valley uniform, and it says Happy Valley Times Day. It's just that. so lazy. I love it. It's I love great. It. Oh, they look so, they're so cute. Oh, I wait, his hairy one. I had to put the hairy one in. Okay. The hairy card is so funny. It's an illustration of Harry's face on the cover From of the Spare. From the cover of Spare. Yeah, that really uh, intense stare. But it says, my penis oscillates between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized when I think of you, which is a line about his frostbitten penis. Very smart. That's good. Very great. That's really funny. She not only has uh, appeared in Lads Mags, including Zoo, Nuts, and Maxim, as well as gracing the Sun's page three, but she also was on Celebrity Big Brother, and she continues to have a huge fan base by sharing lingerie snaps online ever since. People presume that I'm a bimbo and I'm really thick, and I'm not. And my hair's actually not even real blonde. What do you call a deer with no eyes and no idea? What do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? A still no idea. (laughs) Kind of funny. I was looking in our uh, Who Weekly calendar and I saw that we just flew past, which was in our shared calendar, Molly Mayhag's due date. It was the 21st. It was sort of like last, this was this past weekend. Yeah, I was like, well, did she give birth or not? And we didn't know until Jake Paul tweeted that, yes, she did. Well, you... Jake you, Paul. 
you can't trust Jake Paul. But yes, Jake Paul tweeted, Tommy has no, because he's still on the fact that they have to box each other or whatever. Tommy has no excuses now. Baby's born. Money's massive. Immigration, no issue. (laughs) Tyson promises he and Papa will make Tommy retire from boxing and change his last name if he can't beat the YouTuber. Tomorrow I'm coming to London to look all three Furies in the eye and shake on that promise. Three Furies. He, oh, the brother and the son. I was like, the daughter? Yeah. The, ki- the baby? Get the baby out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's not Leave the baby. the baby out of this. So now no, the baby will not be looking like, Logan Paul in the eye. Can't believe that Jake Paul did the rudest thing possible, which was like steal the baby announcement from Molly May. But also, we don't know whether this is true, right? Right. Maybe he just had the due date in his calendar. You know, maybe he just had the due date in his calendar. So we, so we thought it stands to reason the baby is born. He put the due date in his calendar just like us. We did mm-hmm. also put the due date in our calendar. But also then I read something else that Molly May stands, which there are plenty, were oh, saying, so oh, it's been days since she's posted. It's been nearly a week since she's been active online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I th- We think that must mean, I got to say, like, <laughs> if... If people suspect things based on how active you're not online, that's like a bad sign for you. But that's a whole other thing. Like they say, oh, she must have had a baby. And then she, yeah. quote unquote, broke her silence by commenting congratulations on somebody's um, Instagram post. Uh, the only way is Essex star. Yeah. Which she really technically is not breaking your silence because she didn't actually no, weigh in on anything involving the baby. She mm-hmm. just uh, broke her silence like she was silent online and then said something. I mean, it's. Something that's kind of convincing to me is that, remember last time we talked about her, we were saying that she was teasing her baby's name. And it was like Sky, Cloud, whatever. It was going to be Sky or Cloud. Yeah, exactly. Then Kylie Jenner revealed that her baby's name is Air. But someone, one of the other Molly Mae fans, found an account on Instagram that they think is Molly Mae's baby account that she's locked and like, you know, Mm pre-claimed. And the account is Nafel Fury. N-E-P-H-E-L-E, Nafel Fury, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, at least to me, that's a unique name. I've never heard that name before. Nifel. That sounds like a Molly Mayhag name. And she Mayhag was name. saying, like, oh, no one's it's ever weird. their baby it's this. It's weird. Like, oh, it's so crazy. Nafel. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't give a shit about the Jake Paul, Tommy Fury feud, I no. do like Molly May. I do find this, like, honestly, kind of cruel. To take someone's baby announcement away from them. Wait, it is Nefel. In Greek mythology, Nefel was a cloud nymph who figured prominently in the story cloud. of Phrixus and Helle. Nefele. Okay, so this cloud is goddess of hospitality, generosity, loyalty, peace, and shyness. Okay, that's her baby's name, Nefel. All right, well, it's probably born. Best of luck. I don't really care about this fight, and I don't. Pl- we don't plan to cover it. Future Lindsay here, as of today two hours ago, so that would be mm, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, January 30th. Molly May and Tommy Fury posted a photo of them and their newborn baby with the caption, 1-23-23. So, no name, but baby's born. The fans were right. Okay, bye. Now that it's getting all cold, there's nothing like wrapping yourself up in your like blanket on your comfortable mattress. You really notice how comfortable a Helix mattress is in the winter. Well, because you're spending more time in your bed because it's cold. Mm, You're so cozy and you don't want to leave. I'm always checking the dock in bed. I mean, you're just like in bed, all cozy, look like type typing on the laptop, Mm -hmm. doing fake work, reading a little Mm -hmm. book. It's the only place to be, especially if you've got a Helix mattress. There's nothing like it. They have 
20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Elite Collection. They have a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers. They have mattresses for kids. And of course, you take the quiz to find out which mattress is right for you, and then it ships to your door free of charge. And if you don't like it, they have a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty, so you can try it out and like return it if it doesn't work for you. I have the Midnight Lux, and it's so freaking comfortable. <laughs> And Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. So go to helixsleep.com who and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. You know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. I could talk about apartments for hours. <laughs> Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? Landlords? Blah, what are your blah, mandatories? Blah. Laundry and building? Oh my God, you have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh my goodness. I don't need it. But you know I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need... Oh, I take a dishwasher. Light. I take a dish. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a in washer a, dryer in a New any York day. minute, baby. Any day. Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies are a scam to <laughs> make people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like no carpets. Maybe you're like I need hard floors. Maybe you're like I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want mm-hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is yep. crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When we announced our latest tour dates, I said, well, all I have to do is get these on the website. And that's going to take me literally 30 seconds. It's going to take me maybe shorter than this ad goes on to update our tour dates on the website and making it easy for everyone to go buy tickets to see us in London and Dublin. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Squarespace. I know. And then when we added a new date, you said, Bobby, can you update the poster? And then I sent you the new poster and then you just put it back on the Squarespace. Yeah. Because you can just I drag re- and drop. I uploaded it. It was incredible. And there it is. You can buy tickets right on our Squarespace. That's right. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your terms. I know. We've got the contact form, which is used all the time. People always contact us through the Squarespace contact form, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to embed stuff, as we said. A feature that you love using when we're testing stuff out which is like password protect pages if you're not ready to launch them. You love putting a password on a page and being like, check this, make sure it's okay. But it's very helpful. Yes, of course I have to do yeah. that for testing, for beta yeah. testing. It's very nice. Make sure it's right. You use it for beta testing, but you could also just like make pages private. If you don't want to like put every episode of like your secret podcast on your Squarespace, just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> oh my God. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, Go to squarespace.com slash who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Beckham Watch. I have something to propose. I have a new segment that I want to begin. Let's We can see how long it lasts, but I have been noticing 
a huge kind of trend in covering. It will not be new to anyone, but I do feel like maybe it's something that we've been building towards that we should continue keeping our eyes on. I'm calling it the Beckham watch. I have seen in the past month or so, maybe more than that, six months or so, the most insane increase in Beckham, the, the Beckham children coverage. We did not used to hear about all of these Beckhams as regularly as we do. And now I feel like the way that these Beckhams are covered is breathless and nonstop. And I just feel like we need a segment. Well, they're all finally old enough to be covered. Yes. Older. They're not all adults because you've got because Romeo is still 17. We don't really follow the the youngest one who's 11. But like Romeo 17 now. Cruz is like 20. Brooklyn's in his 20s. You know, like they're all adults. And they're I think the tablets feel a little more comfortable. Like Cruz and Romeo now. It's, it's weird. weird. It's yeah. weird. And it's crazy. It's really Cause weird. Like, I know nothing about what they're like. One is one is a football player, maybe. And one is. I think that people I, – what I think happened, and I, this is a little bit interesting to me, I think the tabloids saw the interest in covering Brooklyn Beckham the way that they have, which has been like with a little bit of a snark. And they've said, oh, like this is doing well. We should like cover the other Beckhams as well. And it's a little bit weird. Oh, Cruz is trying to get into music. That's what it is. Cruz so is I trying to get into music. So I thought we need a little segment that's called, that's called Beckham Watch. And that Beckham will include Watch. Brooklyn. That will include Nic- Nicola. That will include that. But also include <sighs> – now Cruz is stepping in. Brooklyn's brother teaches him how to cook as he whips up a pizza on a family outing in Miami mm-hmm. after his older sibling was criticized for his basic vegan lasagna. I think we talked about that. Maybe. He's got expensive taste. Romeo Beckham sports a 670-pound T-shirt as he poses with girlfriend Mia Reagan in Loved Up Snap. Romeo Beckham's girlfriend Mia Reagan is ever the model off-duty as she walks the streets of Paris in a casual ensemble following fresh hairdo. They are covering Romeo Beckham's girlfriend, a girly named Mia. <laughs> well, Romeo a is a soccer player. Named well, he's a footballer. Mia walking through Paris. What's interesting here, though, is that, like, we do what's Rita or up to because we know that for the rest of time, the tabloids are going to be interested right. in covering this woman, right? With this, it really does seem like they're in the early stages. They're testing out to see like how well this will they're do. They're like, beta testing. They're, they're inundating yeah. the marketplace. Yeah. With, they're beta. Exactly. They're inundating the marketplace with stories about this family. And they're like, is this going to last? Will people remain interested in these people? And will they remain interesting? Because actually, I'd argue they're not interesting now. Maybe Brooklyn is, but, but the listen. other ones are not. Listen, Cruz Beckham, 17, cuts a casual figure in white vest and shorts as he relaxes with Dad David on board the family's $5 million super yacht during sun-soaked Miami getaway. Are you interested? I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm interested. Oh. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, what about um, Nicola Peltz channeling her mother-in-law, Victoria Beckham, as she rocks a trendy hairband and sunglasses while out shopping with husband Brooklyn? That I love. Do you, you like that? Because they're going to find any reason to pit these two women against each other. Even if they other. look alike. And it's That's like, true. oh. Also, when your mother-in-law made a living, at least partly, as a model, like, there's a chance that one of these days you're going to dress in a similar no, totally. manner as she did. No, totally. <laughs> you know? Especially like... <laughs> if your mother was literally part of the era in which all fashion is becoming trendy again. Uh, also, the Beckhams, the older Beckhams got, like, they renovated their Cotswold home. Remember Cotswold's where Rita ran dur- uh, during the pandemic? Never read Cotswold. Yeah, so they course. have a party pad there, and they got an upgrade. And so all the head- one of the headlines that I was cracking up was, will Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz visit Victoria and David's Cotswold party pad? 
and and it is Brooklyn's birthday is fast approaching on March fourth, so perhaps that would be a good excuse for another family party. <laughs> they're like thinking about when they'll visit. Sounds like my mom being like, "When will you come visit?" You know, they're they're worried that they're not going to visit <laughs> the parents' new house or like upgraded house or whatever. Their anger over Brooklyn Beckham putting truffle in his pasta is so is they're just so, mad. so funny. Like their fake anger. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. How dare you? We'll see how long this segment lasts, but we should do it until they give up because I think that they will give up because these people are not interesting. I do think that this, if we try to do this every week, Beckham Watch, and only use stories in the past week, I think that we will only be able to sustain the segment no, I know. for... I do think that maybe this segment is not a weekly segment. It's more just a like when there's enough articles segment, though. Uh, And maybe it will fall by the wayside like uh, GC3Z, which, um, you know, she killed her podcast and we killed her segment. So sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Beckham Watch. I put in here, Hannah Brown did a Day in My Life segment on Us Weekly, boring. and then I looked at it, and I was like, yeah. this is actually boring. But I do want to talk about the one that you and I joked about privately to each other last week, Mary which Fitzgerald. was A Day in My Life, and it was Mary Fitzgerald, because... There's something just deeply dark about me, like, early this one morning. woman in general, like, as you know from the show. But I think there's also something very mm-hmm. tellingly dark about this day in my life, too. Yeah. It starts at 7, and she's like, I'm making coffee, okay, like on her Nespresso machine. Then at 8 a.m., she, like, does a little cardio in her home gym. Look at how she makes coffee. Like, look. In a robe, sitting seductively on the corner she's of her counter. She's in a robe in full makeup, and she's, like, got her legs crossed. She's, like, perched on the counter, as you do, and she's pushing yeah. the button on the machine. And the and I know that these people keep a clean home, but when I tell you there's nothing on the counters except for the machine... It looks like they're in a, um, what do you call it, like a house, that or just like a house that's being... It, a model yes, home? Yes. It's giving Arrested Development, like we're, we're living in a model home. <laughs> Don't you think? Go ahead. What's next? It is. And again, she's still in full yes. glam, full makeup, and yes. full jewelry in workout clothes doing yes. a Peloton exercise yes. at 8 a.m. Then at 9 a.m., she's in the same clothes doing, uh, meditating on a yoga mat in Which, her again, backyard. Which, again, take a okay. look at this backyard. And that's 9 a.m. Uh, what, where are we? What is that? Where are we? There's a there's a random, huge fountain. Big but But strange. then, like, a weird, barren yard. And there she is, like, almost too mm-hmm. far away from the camera, sitting on a mat, not really centered, not really anything, uh, doing her meditation. And by the way, none of those, none of these three items so far the 7 a.m the 8 a.m and the 9 a.m have any visible spawn like this isn't this isn't like secret spawn no and you know what's funny about a day in my life usually these are secret when it's spawn it makes sense and when it's not spawn it's actually even more suspect to be like what is this like does that (laughs) do you know what i mean like it's even usually the spawn is what we kind of like giggle at in this segment the spawn makes Mm -hmm. it kind of normal if there's no spawn i almost feel like what are we missing it's dark there's something dark here it's not revealing enough. So the next one is so funny. So the next one is her Romaine definitely yeah. took this photo. It's 10 a.m. And it says, she means business. Next up, quote, time for work. Time for the work. The L.A.-based real estate agent tells us, quote, I get ready and head into the office or jump over to show some listings. And it's her in her doorway holding a briefcase, <laughs> posing with one on her hip. It's very like baby's first day of middle school or something, you know, like with holding a sign that says like, I'm going to I'm going to middle school, you know, first day of middle school. 
And their mom and their mom gave instead of a backpack, the mom gave them like a yeah, briefcase. Yeah, but it has like cut up <laughs> carrots in it, you know? Like that's what her briefcase has. Like <laughs> Romaine, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has like printed out yeah, map quest yeah. instructions to the houses that she's selling <laughs> you know like there's definitely time for work briefcase time for work okay time for work and then you when you texted me this you were like not i think you said something like not the eight hour Listen, gap between, so at 10 a.m this is like the plot of a movie that's like a very scary movie is the at 10 a.m she goes to work and then we scroll down and we're like okay well what's next in your day 6 p.m when she's off the clock, Fitzgerald happily gets cooking. I love to unwind after a long day of work. It's so this funny. This is severance. She got severed, and she doesn't know what happened in between those hours. <laughs> and neither do we. Because I was just looking at Hannah Brown's, and it's like, at 7.30, I wake up. At 9, I do exercise. At 12, I'm walking around the neighborhood with my right. dog. At That's 2, normal. I do some work. At 5, I'm cooking dinner. Like, there's, there's, it's a, it's a, it's a, there, there are regular yeah. intervals in her day in the life. And most of them are like this. Mary cuts out eight Yeah, she came hours. back. She was unsevered. She's like cutting. <laughs> and also notice the counter. Stuff on the counter. Where are we now? Are we in a different house? What's going on? She's cutting a red bell pepper and a portobello mushroom. And it says, I'm getting cooking. <laughs> Them lying on the couch. Romaine is topless. He's got his sweatpants on. Mary's in like jeans or something. Uh, they've got there's an Hermes blanket draped mm-hmm. over the couch. But then for some reason, behind the couch are these pitch black curtains, making it look like they're on some sort of set. I'm sorry. I am like you're severed. Uh, this is this is so scary. What's behind those curtains? A lot of light. I'll, so there's light peering in on the right side if you look closely. It's not 7 p.m. there. Before bed, Romaine like and I noon. love to cuddle on the couch Before and watch our favorite bed. show and just be with each other, TV personality says of their nightcap. It's how we rest and recharge. And I'm like, God, what's the way going talk on? About the way they live their lives. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> if anyone is, if anyone ever logs onto the internet and tells you what they did that day, that they're lying to you. The, <laughs> like, there's something about they're lying to like, you. The fact that Mary and Romaine are on a reality show and they know how faked it is, that, like, they cannot do a day in my life normal. Mm -hmm. Like, they are going to find a way to make it, like, deeply dark and kind of faked for no reason. And this is my, this is, like, Mm -hmm. proof. Time for work. Now, this presser machine is used daily. And we could not live without it. It's, in in my personal opinion, the best coffee maker ever invented. We drink a ton of coffee. We're always on the go, and I, I can't start my day without coffee, and no. I continue to drink it throughout the day just to keep going. <laughs> Time for relationships. Let's start with a good one. Amber Rose, I'm done dating men. They're disgusting. <laughs> Amber Rose is like one of the most consistently funny Honestly, celebrities Honestly, if world. my like, ex so would like fucked funny. me over then was like, I'm dating Cher, I would also be like, you know what? I'm done with men. I- enough with this. I'm just, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> right? You're so right. Because apparently, and, and and as far as we know, Cher and AE I mean, are still God together. Bless. And and Amber Rose has a kid And the only reason him. I think that is because I think Cher would have tweeted about it if they'd broken up. I hate that my brain is now broken where like when I see headlines like this because they're just so extreme. When celebrities reveal stuff that's like too real, like Amber Rose, colon, I'm done dating men, they're disgusting. I was like, what podcast did she say this on? Because you don't say this on like the Graham Norton show. Like you say this on a podcast. And of course it yeah, was it's Sophia the, uh, with an F. Call her daddy girly, final girl, Call her daddy, girly, one half of ex, call her daddy. Ex-girly, ex-girly, final girly. call her daddy, ex-girly. I want to be single for the rest of my life. No, I feel that. Yeah. It's scary. It's, no, it's really, gross. it's really, really scary. Mm-hmm. So are you dating right now? 
No, not really. I don't want penis. I don't want and I don't want to share my house or my life with anyone. Yeah. I don't want anyone around my kids. I don't want to have sex. I You don't? No. <laughs> Wait, why? Ew. I mean, to be fair, again, let me tell you, this woman dated Kanye. This woman dated Wiz Khalifa. This woman dated a man that cheated on her and then dated Cher. I would also be done with men. I would also say <laughs> they're disgusting. If that was my track record, I would also be like, you know what? Enough with this. It's ridiculous already. But it is like a funny term because wasn't, isn't Amber, one of Amber Rose's most like famous like cultural contributions was the slut walk, Yes. Where she was like, I like I I like like really proudly owning her sexuality and be like I love to fuck men and guess what there's no shame in that but now she's like no I'm done with this men suck actually <laughs> I hate men that's true funny. That's but a also funny I term. think what she is also implying is like still like uh, yeah like be a slut do whatever you want but also I'm never like committing myself to a man ever because clearly you're seeing what what happens when yeah. that's the case okay so Corey gamble there was a photo here and Corey gamble's like one of the most boring boring people alive just the most kept no like n random man you know just the most kept random man in hollywood is chris gamble Corey gamble oh my god Corey gamble chris jenner's boyfriend long time boyfriend and so and what's so weird and this what makes his family so scary is that you know that he's he's just kind of still there because he can't leave. He knows everything about these people. You know, like, there comes a point where, like, when you're in this family, when you're in their circle of trust, like, you're kind of, you stay you stay there, number one, because it's lucrative for you, and number two, because, like, you can't leave. You know too much. They might destroy your life if you I leave. I misread this headline, <laughs> though. Right. People have been suspecting that he's kind of, like, not dating Chris anymore. I would argue that like even if they weren't kind mm -hmm. of romantically involved, he's still embedded in the family and like will probably never be publicly seen yeah. with anyone ever again because that's exactly. just kind of like the the devil's certificate he signed or whatever. I thought he was seen like with a girly. Mm -hmm. He was just like going out to dinner with another couple without no, Chris. No. That's not indicative of any. That's not like he it doesn't say anything at all. It's not like we just saw Shelly Miscavige out to dinner. It's like he he's allowed to go out to he's been out to dinner before. No, literally. Gamble, you know, he was out to dinner with a couple friend of his. But then I saw in the story, the the deck of the story said Corey Gamble and a few friends were out and about just a few weeks after fans accused Chris Jenner of photoshopping him in a Christmas photo. And I was like, I didn't see this controversy. And it's a photo of her in a doorway and Corey's there. But they think he's photoshopped in because he's standing on the train of her dress. <laughs> In a way that looks a little unnatural. Okay, but listen, if he was photoshopped in, if he's photoshopped in, they wouldn't have him standing on the dress. They would perfect that. The imperfection implies it's real. Okay, well, whatever. That's true. That's true. No, I agree. I don't even. I don't even. Think, I don't think this photo looks photoshopped. I'm just sort of like, this is. Um. Yeah. This is what it's like to be in this family. But I think that you're just kind of stuck. You can't leave. It's interesting because we have also relatedly another man who was cast out from the from the Kardashian-Jenner family, Scott Disick, who shared a cryptic message about stupidity and fake people on his Instagram. I don't think he's referring to Corey. I think he's referring to just how shitty his life is. But isn't this the, isn't this the fucking, the, God, not warning sign. I can't think of the phrase, but this is the thing that Corey sees. And he's like, if I leave this family, I'm going to be miserable Sometimes like Scott. those who don't socialize much aren't actually antisocial, the message read. They just have no tolerance for drama, stupidity, and fake people. The quote was attributed to Shia LaBeouf, along with a photo of the actor. Yeah, I'm sure that's really a quote from him. Though it's not confirmed whether he has ever said it. Scott added on top, ain't that the truth. William Shatner, 91, back together with Elizabeth Martin, 64, three years after divorce. <laughs> William Shatner, after he was back on the market for three years as a 91-year-old, said, you know what? I'd rather be with my 64-year-old wife. 
didn't he go to didn't he didn't he go to space and he was like yeah, it made me so sad <laughs> i think going to space changed him and he was like i need to call my ex-wife back they had the 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 opener to this article in hollywood life is william shatner landed back in his ex-wife's orbit <laughs> he went to space and he said something really um really sad about it it was the death that i saw in space and the life force that i saw coming from the planet the blue, the beige, the white. And I realized one was death and the other was life. So it was like he's saying, I've dreamt my whole life of going to space. But when I went to space, mm. all I saw was nothingness. The real life, like like life mm. happiness, it's here on Earth. Beautiful. And, you know, and then he realized, I got to go back to my horse trainer ex-wife. Yeah. I love my horse wow. trainer ex-wife. So he called Elizabeth Martin back up. And he said, are you still single? And she goes, you know what? Do I am. Do you know that he met this wife? After his last wife died, she drowned. Isn't that awful? And he got all oh, these God. letters after she know. died. All these like letters of condolences. And one of the letter was from his new wife because she had excellent penmanship. The two had met through their shared love of horses <laughs> since they often entered their steeds in the same competitions. And he remembered that she was hot. And then he said she understood my grief because her husband had died <laughs> ca from cancer of two years earlier. I lucked out. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I didn't yeah. know. Pete Davidson and Chase Wee Wonders are uh, official, I guess, now mean? at this point. Because they're now there kissing. are. I really don't know. They're officially kissing on a beach. They were rumored. They were actually a couple in a great movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Not a lot of people talking about how good Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was. Like, at the end, like, as the end of the year movie conversation goes on, not that it's going to be nominated for an Oscar or anything, but I feel like not enough people were remembering that that movie was good. I really liked it, and I didn't think I would. Me neither. So I'm just saying, like, we got to be talking about it. It's a good movie. They played a couple in the movie, so people thought when they were hanging out, because also Pete Davidson. But also, we should know better, because anyone that Pete Davidson hangs out with more than twice, it's like, they're kissing. They're dating. They're, they're dating. They're, they're dating. They're dating. They're dating. They're dating. And then they went to Hawaii together. Well, remember when he was seen with Emily Ratajkowski recently, but mm -hmm. there was there was no smooching. This is actual smooching Wait, but there and, like, was, ass like, grabbing. Uh, there was, like... We're lol. We're going on dates. I think that mm -hmm. was very. Sh I think they both wanted that to be a thing. This I'm just saying. This is different than his past kind of two because it's so, it's so touchy feely. You know, in a way that like it's not always with him because the moment he spotted with a woman, it's a dating. Right, woman. and they're already on vacation. They like mm -hmm. went to Hawaii and they're like smooching in the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. smooching. They're, they're packing on PDA. They're bikini clad and tucking and packing on the bikini. <laughs> They're bikini clad and <laughs> packing on the PDA. They're packing on so much PDA. There's so much PDA being packed on in these photos. Okay. Love that, I guess. Anyways, there's there's they're smooching. They're smooching. So Mark Anthony got married in Miami over the weekend uh, to the a woman same named Nadia Ferreira. Weekend that Jennifer Lopez's Shotgun wedding based came out? comedy came out on Amazon Prime. Comedy. Marriage-based comedy. Yeah, the same I'm sorry, weekend. Mark Anthony's going to get married the same weekend that Shotgun Wedding comes out? Mm -hmm. Is that Spawn? Or is that Spawn? Mm-hmm. It's, it's something. There's Beckham watch coverage in this. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't he, he was best man. Yeah, and he, guess who came with him? Cruz. 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 Yes. So David Beckham, because they live in Miami because of the soccer stuff now. So David Beckham is now like a Miami celebrity, which is very funny. That's why their yacht is always in Miami. So of I course he's friends Miami with Mark celebrity. Anthony. 
And they all have, don't like so many of the really rich people in Miami live in like the same beautiful, like rich, expensive island or something. I'm sure. Isn't that a well, thing? Well, that was like where Rosie O'Donnell used Rosie to O'Donnell live. Rosie O'Donnell lived there, Gloria like Stefan lived there. Star Island or whatever. Yeah, something like that. No, I think yeah, it's yeah. literally Star Island. So yeah. he got married. He's 54. They have to call it out because when there's like an age difference, the Daily Mail loves to bring it up. Singer, 54, well, ties the knot with his Miss Universe bride, Nadia Ferreira, 23, in front of the Beckhams and a star-studded Miami guest list. He's very famous. I mean, of course, that is relatively significant. He has like yeah, two kids, probably more, and she is 23. So I do think that that's whatever. But I was like, okay, who is this woman? Na- Nadia Ferreira. Who is this woman? Nadia. Okay, she was a former Miss Universe. Okay. For okay. Miss Universe finalist. I'm sorry. She okay. was a uh, Miss Teen Universe Paraguay in 2015. She was the first runner-up for Ms. Universe last okay. uh, two years ago in 2021. And I was like, okay, but mm-hmm. what's her deal? Like, before she was Miss Universe, what did she do? And I mm. saw that she was on <laughs> a TV show for a little bit, at least a little bit, that was called, it's in Spanish, Parodiando, a 2015 mm. television show in Paraguay that, per Wikipedia, in which participants perform parodies of famous singers. So I was like, okay, what did she do? I found one of her performances. Nadia parodied Taylor Swift in 2015. Listen to this. Hello, Paraguay. Hello, Parodiano. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am very, very happy to be here without you. Por favor, señoras y señores. Atención, jurado. Atención, Paraguay. Atención, público. Canta en vivo, Taylor Swift, vamos. Uh, what it's giving to me is Cameron Diaz and my best friend's wedding. <laughs> it's the so most. You're saying she's talented. <laughs> she's talented. <laughs> so what you're trying to say? She's talented. Okay, this wedding. Do you know who else went to this wedding? Salma huh. Hayek, Lin Manuel Miranda, Luis Fonsi, Maluma, and Romeo Santos. That's like the fucking A list. That's like the Miami triple A list. That's like designated survivor. That's like too many famous people in one place. That's so <laughs> many famous people. And then, of course, E was like, it's unclear whether Mark's daughter, his son Chase, whom he shares with former partner Debbie Rosado, or his twins, Max and Emmy, who he shares with uh, Jennifer Lopez, attended the wedding. That day, Emmy was photographed in Los Angeles with J-Lo, the, the actress's husband, Ben Affleck, and his youngest kids, Serafina and Samuel. They're saying she obviously wasn't there if she was photographed the same day in Los Angeles. And I don't, And I don't think that... There's any sort that of that means anything. Yeah. Um, Probably not. I don't know nastiness. It is. It's the sort of thing that like I'm surprised the Daily Mail didn't use in a headline. You know, like it's the sort of like clearly untrue petty thing that would be a good Daily Mail headline construction. You know, where it's like the same weekend as ex-wife releases shotgun wedding on Amazon Prime. You know, like. It lends itself to that sort of galaxy brain petty thinking. Also, I have to send you another photo, which is very funny coming from a man who's been now married three times. This is the decision he's made this is for the fourth, his isn't ring. Four. Okay, so fourth, four weddings. Um, please look at the ring situation going on here. Oh, it's I'd a love tattoo. You to... <laughs> it's a tattoo. It's a black tattoo in his ring finger. 
But look, it doesn't even really go around the entire finger. It's just kind of like a black, like a black blotch on top of his ring finger, kind of implying that maybe something else was there. And he just like scribbled over it and was like, it's ring time, baby. You know, he covered up like Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it doesn't like it looks like a splotch. It looks like uh, something's been redacted. You know, it looks like something's been redacted. Mm-hmm. Moving on. I'm loving this relationship. I think this is so great. OK, because as you know, Tish Cyrus and Billy Ray Cyrus got a divorce recently. Tragic. He, had, he was like Fire Rose. I love Fire Rose. And now Rose he's now. literally engaged to and is getting married to this like again twenty something year old like wannabe singer named Fire Rose. Mm-hmm. It's very dark to me. I find it dark, and I just am like justice for Tish. You know whatever's going on. And now I learned that Tish is dating none other than British hunk Dominic Purcell from Prison Break, etc. Also like. Mission Impossible 2. The worst one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the worst Mission Impossible. He's in the worst Prison one. Break. Blade Tr- Trinity. Killer Elite. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. He's just, he's an iconic action star. A British guy. And I just love that they're together. I think that's a great, unless there's something about him that I don't know. I think it's a cute couple. It's kind of, it's I love like. that she's it's, dating a hunk. It's random. But I like it because I feel like she was dating this corny loser for so long. And now she gets to date this like fucking hunk. He will not be singing along to Achy Breaky Heart. Absolutely. This no. guy hates and Achy she, Breaky Heart. And he found another corny loser to marry. <laughs> he dated Dominic Purcell. The thing about him that I had forgotten that he dated Annalyn McCord for like many years. Annalyn McCord. I hope she's okay. Remember when she did the poem? Putin, if I were your mother. Yeah, that one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Annalyn McCord. The poet Annalyn McCord is what I meant. He dated the poet Annalyn McCord, the author of Putin, If I Was Your Mother. Dear President Vladimir Putin. I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. Speaking of Emrata two segments ago. Emrata and Eric Andre are being seen canoodling around town. Well, what I like about this is that there's not even, like, how often do you see the phrase friends with benefits? Almost never these days. Never. They're they're being described as friends with benefits in page six as an exclusive. Friends with benefits, Emily Ratajkowski and Eric Andre canoodle yeah, on vacation. Yeah, who it's, it's because of a quote. Well, there were tons of photos of them, like, smooching at a resort people do love like celebrities just love to smooch on the beach in front of yeah they're at the grand they're at the grand caymans they're at the grand they're in the grand caymans but my favorite part about this story is the page six spy who sent the photos and whatever Mm -hmm. like listened to their conversation and gave page six quotes stop and so it says Quote. Rude. That's so rude. God, can't go anywhere. Emily, Emily and Eric were looking pretty cozy in the beach, lounging by the waterfront. They were kissing and flirting. He was cracking jokes and making everybody laugh, an eyewitness told us. Quote, it seemed like a fun friends with benefits situation, our, cor- our source spilled. That's why we have that in the headline. They hung out at the bar, drinking cocktails and chatting with everyone. They seemed really happy and relaxed together. And then it says the stars were also overheard discussing past relationships. Stop. So she's talking about how she's, quote, traumatized by men. And then she mm. shared, quote, a horror story. And then the, the source goes, quote, Eric was acting surprised, saying, that guy really did that? <laughs> oh, my God. That guy really did that? Yeah, it I bet be, he was. It, I, think pe- I think people are assuming the that guy in question is Sebastian Bear McClard. Yeah, of course. Her ex-husband. You know, her ex-husband, who was awful. I love Amrata's like, like romantic journey. Like I would date the shit out of Eric Andre. Like he's the best. That's this is great. I love this for her. Are you still listening to High Low with Amrata? Wow, twice a week. But I support her. I support her journey. You know, through like dating the like single men of single celebrity men of New York. You know, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Who's next? Mm-hmm. You know, like she, the idea that she has already been rumored to have to have been fucking Bat Brad Pitt and is now like friends with benefiting Eric Andre. Like she's literally living her best life, <laughs> and we you have and you have to stand. You know, and she's releasing two episodes a week. Yeah, and she still has time to do two episodes a week. I can't believe I'm her. not in the Grand. You're not in the Grand Cayman. Like how how is she doing that? I don't know. Well, some of her episodes are only 20 minutes long. Some of her episodes Amrata, are only 20 minutes long, but it's fine. call us at 619 who them and tell us how you do it. How do you do it? Um, let's move on to Rita because she said a big, 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 big week. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I've been messed up a thousand times with tears in my eyes. But all the pain fades away when you say it right. I try, I try, and I try to tell myself it's alright. Cause I'm terrified. You only love me when the whiskey's pouring, pouring the morning. You only love, you only love. You only love me when the Rita released the video for her new single, You Only Love Me. Guess what? It's not good. The song is okay. The video I like, is I was about to say, good. Lindsay, I like the song. The video is really stupid. She really, she did us dirty with that video. The she teasing, really did. The teasing was, uh, the, the, the reveal is weird. You, it's, 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 I know. It like, really honestly, is. Honestly, like, fuck you, Rita. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking scream. Yeah. And she could have done so much with this. You know, there could have been so many fun things to do here. So many wink winks. The promo for the video was more compelling than the video itself, which is not what you're supposed to do. You know, like Lindsay Lohan being like, Rita, congratulations. You know, Rita Ora and Taylor Swift kind of have similar video aesthetics because they like their videos don't really have typically a really great narrative. They don't really have good. They don't have good, solid, airtight concepts at all. They're vibey, and they're also always the same. Like, they're this kind of aesthetic that never changes. Like, this Rita Ora Mm -hmm. video could have come out in 2014, and it would have looked just like this. You know, like, Mm -hmm. she has a very specific aesthetic that she likes, and she sticks with it, and that's fine. That's that's her choice, but it's frustrating, Mm -hmm. and I should... You know, fool me once. I, I should have known better better than to expect like uh, a high concept. But at least um, sometimes she like rides around in eggs, you know, and we get something a little bit like funky or weird, literally funky, like Irita yeah. or in the eggs. This one we got a weird cobbled together. People sent in videos like, oh, it co-stars Jody Turner Smith. No, it doesn't. That's just literally like she a video. She said a FaceTime her. video. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Sorry, I don't care. It doesn't count at and all. And then the video itself is like. Oh, Rita in this like beautiful dress having like what a nightmare wedding, I guess, or like the bridesmaids are But the wedding never happens. And I so know. I don't really understand what the concept of these other famous people saying, Oh, Rita, so excited, wish I could come to your wedding, like whatever, blah, 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 what blah. Like, that the mean? concept doesn't make any sense. There is no concept. Yeah. But the right. song kind of rules. It's much like she's uh, continuing um her It's uh, Phoenix. It anywhere, sounds like Phoenix. Her anywhere yeah. thing of um choruses choruses that are just like guttural mouth noises ooh, uh, you know uh, uh, <laughs> like uh, 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 yeah the chorus of this is uh, 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 uh 
uh, aura. Like that's the that's the chorus. That's iconic. Yeah, I just thought this was a huge missed opportunity. I I just feel like, you know, she's now like giving interviews where she's saying like, yes, I am married. Like I have, I am like, That's she is kind of like confirming that now. But what the video should have done was kind of confirm that in a cheeky way. And like, you're married to a pretty clever director, Rita. Did you not like ask him if there was like some fun way you could have done that? I listened to the video. I listened to the song first and then I watched the video. And I think the song, the single has an opening that's not in the video. And I think the song opens with Taika's voice. Listen to this because it opens with a voicemail. So listen, I think this is Taika. Yeah, me. it is. So Definitely. that's something. But like Taika, as we, we were expecting Taika to have a cameo in this video. No. But that, not I don't even all. need a cameo from him. But like, okay, so like here's my ideal. This video in my mind would have been maybe little allusions to different headlines about her having gotten married. Maybe like mm -hmm. actual headlines. Like she's like, like you see like the Daily Mail. You see like the Sun. You see like Rita Ora allegedly married, you know, whatever. Like, but she can cut out his name or like do kind of a, a play on that. Mm -hmm. And then it's her like getting ready, like with actually like it's it's beautiful, it's fun. She's dancing around, blah blah blah. She, maybe it's like there are moments from like a bachelorette party with some fun girlies, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it cuts to her walking down the aisle, and maybe there's something like she's walking past like former Ritas, or she's walking past like some kind of beautiful like she's moving past her history. She's moving past a new person, and you don't see who it is. And then as soon as like she gets to the end of the aisle and it's like he starts to turn and then it cuts. Something like that where you never mm -hmm. – but, but the kind of like reveal that like I did get married. Yes. But at least that gives like a statement of something mm -hmm. <laughs> versus like this silly – this silly thing that she's yeah. created where like, oh, it's a mess. The wedding's a mess. The castle's burning or whatever. What I find so weird, and well, also doesn't match what the song is about either, which is so weird. But the yeah, what is the song even about? She's like, this guy sucks. This guy is like actually not a great relationship because he only wants me when he's like drunk or like feeling depressed. But it's like the the video is like a wedding video, right? You know, like it's, so actually, it's weird. Why it's, why would you? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. You're right. And so the song doesn't even go with the concept no, I just even described, or no, even really work. with this concept no it doesn't but work. maybe it does kind of go with this concept because the wedding ends up being a mess yeah <laughs> i now my brain hurts but it, what is kind of weird is that like i can't really i still don't have a firm grasp on what what taika wants from this in terms of like exposure because it's like they hosted a thing together they're spotted out right. together they take sassy photos together they've done a vogue spread together but it's like sassy. do you think she asked him to be in the video and he said no like i can't tell what no, I don't you know, think Taika's the video was level ever going to be. Is. Yeah, I don't think. I think because of the concept of the song and the video's concept, I don't think he was ever going to be a part of it. But it is weird to again now mix what we think is his voice on the voicemail and all these people who she loves saying Rita like congratulations with a video that is about a wedding that's a mess. So now that doesn't make any sense even more. The mm -hmm. one thing she did that made total sense this week, which I love, was she performed her song for the first time at a gay club called Kevin. And she wore a sheer latex dress. And Great. I think that's the smartest thing she's done all week was perform she's this smart. song at a gay club. Oh, the other smart thing she did was be on the cover of uh, GQ magazine, UK, UK, GK, GQ UK. magazine. GQ UK, yeah. And GK, um, UK. Guess, who got, guess who got name dropped in the intro? Who Weekly? <laughs> Our song, too. The headline is, you don't know Rita Ora. 
And I'm like, bitch, we're the only one, we're, we're the only ones who know her. We're in here. It's fun. Shout out to writer Douglas Greenwood for doing the research. Douglas, it's a <laughs> Q&A and there's a part in there's a part in the interview where Rita's talking about like driving around listening to her music. And she goes, "Where do you listen to it in the car?" And and Douglas goes, "Rita, I'm gay. I don't drive <laughs> on public transport." <laughs> that's great thank you douglas thank you douglas um and i think we're done so thank you for listening to another episode of who weekly call in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns for our call in show on fridays who's there thank you to katie and eric of the who's for providing our rita theme song on tuesdays thank you to timmy our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing support us on patreon.com who weekly for bonus episodes discord servers some commentary tracks sometimes and more you can also get the audio only on Apple Podcasts, if you click subscribe and if you listen to us after the credits, you can hear a little sneak peek of our Patreon in case you want to hear what it's like in there. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye. You will say that. I know we mentioned at the end of every episode that we have a Patreon, a VIP show that's on Apple Podcasts and Patreon, the audio. But we thought we'd give you a little sneak peek so you know what you're potentially getting before you actually hit subscribe. If you're getting to the very end of the episodes and you're not a Patreon subscriber, like, I don't know what to tell you. I just feel like you're missing out on some of our best stuff, our best lols. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You're missing out on an exclusive newsletter full of our favorite stuff, movie commentaries, TV talk, movie reviews. I don't know. Do you want that from us? Video game talk. Everything that you're not hearing on this episode, you are getting there. And you're getting an exclusive VIP number to call in and get access directly to us to talk about whatever the hell you want us to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you have about. your own phone number. And also, sometimes I'll read you emails uh, <laughs> from my inbox that are really embarrassing that I would never share on the main feed. You know, you never know what you're going to get. So go to patreon.com slash whoweekly to access exclusive extra content or go to Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, but some of us have really, really organized email inboxes, and I'm not letting your chaos get into the Who Weekly one <laughs> if I can prevent it. No, you have the best email system. I just I don't. have an amazing system. I never I'm at email I'm at inbox zero like 80% of the time. Like that's my to-do list. So your chaos like stresses me out. So I won't let it get never done that in my life. I <laughs> inbox zero? I, <laughs> I don't know her. I've never known her. Inbox ten thousand. Inbox I specifically turned off badges on all of my email and most of my things because, like, no, I don't need to know that. I don't understand how you live your life like that. I have my own system. What is your system? Never answering emails? Important unread. Uh, Important. Everything else. Do you do that on Gmail? Important and unread. Important everything else? No, because I just read my emails. My important emails go to important. But how do you know emails are important or not important? It doesn't know. All I know is I'll be like, Bobby, did you see this email? And like, you'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, did you read it? And you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I went to our I went to our newsletters tab and I, <laughs> and I clicked on the funniest headline that I think Eva has ever written for her happily oh, yeah. ever after a newsletter uh-huh. from an hour ago. Yeah. That, like, she's just so clueless. Romantic tops for date night. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's so funny. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. You have to tweet that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love her. That's, like, beautiful. That's... (laughs) I just, like... I took a bite of something uh, and I shouldn't have.
I'm saying Weep howling. Weep the kiss emoji <laughs> is at the end. Romantic tops for day nine. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> we. <laughs> okay. 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 That's so <sighs> funny. That's so opens the newsletters funny. like the first time I've opened this newsletter tab in forever because yeah, I it's look chaos. at I look at happily ever after on my own time on my own account. You know, like I forgot that we subscribe to it on who. Like I do my own thing. Also, our newsletters tab is disgusting. <laughs> it's all happily ever after. Puck. But that's the service right, ninety five. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ronson on dealing with anxiety is the last issue of service ninety five. <laughs> I'm sorry, but service ninety five. Uh, 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 go on I don't know what to say I don't know what to say without sounding I've read some Mm -hmm. interesting things in service 95 but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm like uh, is multitasking a a myth like the what is the future of clubbing Dua Lipa's Thanksgiving as long as Dua is paying writers I know. Well, which I think we that she it. is. I think that she probably pays better than most publications. I, I'm just going to guess. And I, I think mean, that okay. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But I, no, I know. I'm right. also going to say, I'm not reading this. <laughs> but I'm also going to say, when I see when I see an email in my inbox that says, toxic positivity and its isolating effects, dash, monkey pox, are we see? And then it cuts off. I'm not clicking that. <laughs> are we see? Are we? I'm not clicking that are we seeing history repeat itself betty gilpin on trying different identities I, 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 uh the tweet isn't doing well only four likes with 313 views i said howling romantic tops for date night maybe it wasn't the best tweet but it did make me laugh okay <laughs> no it was hilarious what are you talking about that's hilarious so 